So it's 2019. Everyone needs a great pair of wireless earbuds. But before you go dropping hundreds of dollars on a pair, you need to check out the wireless earbuds from Raycon. Raycon earbuds start off at about half the price of any other premium wireless earbuds on the market, and they sound just as amazing. The company was actually co-founded by Ray J, and celebrities like Snoop Dogg, Melissa Etheridge, Cardi B, Brandy, J.R. Smith, and more are already obsessed. Raycon's wireless earbuds are so comfortable and so easy to take anywhere. Unlike some of your other wireless options, Raycon earbuds are both stylish and discreet, with no dangling wires or stems. And of course, they don't just look great, they sound great too. And they're perfect for listening to all your favorite iHeartRadio podcasts on the go. Raycon offers their wireless earbuds for everyone in a range of fun colors and at an unbeatable price. So go to buyraycon.com slash iHeart to get 20% off your order. That's buyraycon.com slash iHeart for 20% off Raycon wireless earbuds. If you've been eyeing a pair, now is the time to get an amazing deal. One more time, buyraycon.com slash iHeart. My next guest, she's on the phone right now waiting, is an, is an Emmy Award winning journalist, television personality, author, producer, philanthropist, and girls empowerment activist. And she's a true role model. Please welcome to Money Making Conversation again, Sean Robinson. <laughs> Hello. How are you? Well, Sean, I'm telling you, I'm so happy to have you back on the show. Because, Thank you. Uh, first of all, we, we've known each other a long time. We actually yeah. have. You've seen each other's careers uh, in uh, in the public and behind the scenes because I've run into you in New York. You're always engaged in some type of activism that's uh, that's positive. And but I think that you and I have known each other for since I came to Los Angeles. Absolutely. I think that was back in 1999. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Seriously, and that when she, when she first got there, and I and we right. and we maintained this positive relationship and. Uh, Whenever we saw each other, it was always good vibes. And just to see each other doing our things beyond what we first met each other. You know, mine yeah. was managing Steve Harvey's career and yours was Access Hollywood. Mm-hmm. And so it's all about being able to reinvent yourself, also being able to show that there are other, your talents can be exploited in other things that you want to do. And right. not saying that we weren't doing what we wanted to do back then, but there's a, there's a certain amount of versatility that you're showing with your career now. And your platform is really, really important to you. And uh, and social media is really important to your brand right now, correct? Absolutely. And, you know, remember when I first started at Access Hollywood, and you, you know this very well, mm-hmm. we didn't have social media. We didn't have Facebook or Twitter, Instagram. Um, and so our we were dependent upon other means to get our messages out. But now we have control over our own message, and we can um, reach the people who support us, our fans, our supporters directly. And it's important to, you know, keep that conversation going, keep that engagement going, because these are the people who have supported us for so long over the years. And that's really important because you start to tell your story. And right. and, and that's, that's really important because I always tell people that, you know, I it took me a minute when I stopped managing Steve's. I didn't know who I was. I didn't know, and people go, "Yeah, you are, you're, 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 can you say that?" Because people who follow you are people who they have to have a reason, they have to have a, a justification, an emotion as to why they should follow you or like your page, and they have to be a consistent brand. And so, what was that in your process of building out your brand and getting your voice together, Sean? Well, you know, that's interesting that you say that because a lot of times when we are attached to uh, a name or show like I was attached to a show Access Hollywood yeah. for 16 years yes. and so 
um, there were times when I felt even before I left, and, and, you know, I had thought about leaving, you know, so many times before Mm -hmm. and pursuing projects that I was really passionate about, but I was thinking, would I still be who I am without this name behind me? And you find that when you do take that leap of faith, and you expand, you are still who you are, okay? Mm-hmm. You, you are still who you are, and you are still the person that people connect with. So it's about, for me, it was about stepping out on faith mm-hmm. and learning how I, you know, continue to build that brand mm-hmm. um, outside of that particular name. And um, I was even, um, you know, uh, there was a point on um, my social media where I said, uh, let me take that name off of the social media. <laughs> okay, let me take that name off. Right. And mm-hmm. can I detach from that? And that is not to say I am not grateful. I'm extremely grateful for the mm-hmm. wonderful, wonderful 16 years that I had with the show. I met a lot of great people. I met you mm-hmm. and so many other wonderful people through the show. Um, but there was more to me. Mm-hmm. And I am, you know, finding that out now. And how do I spread my wings? And how do I step out on faith? And how do I make Sean Robinson the most well-rounded person that she can be? And that, 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 that's uh, fear. That's fear that you, I had to overcome, fear. I, I put it on me. And because of but, the fact that, what advice would you give somebody who's sitting at a job, who's uh in a relationship that they should be, they should get out of. Because I always tell people it's more than just a job where you have to change your life, you have to change your whole thought process. Sometimes you're in a bad relationship that's just just dragging you along, that you really need to fire or quit, just like you need to quit that job. What what what, what advice would you give somebody somebody to make that transition? Do they plan it out? Do they do they just walk away, walk in and say I'm out? Well, yeah, and you know, it's easy, listen, let's be real, it's easy to make a change when you have the resources to hold you or tide you over, you know, until you get something else going. I mean, that's that's easy. Um, but, you know, sometimes when it comes to a particular job, you may feel, gosh, you know, how am I going to make it in the meantime? And that's the, in the meantime is what you have to overcome in terms of your fear about what's going to happen. So obviously you have to be smart. You have to save your money. You have to be strategic. Um, but also... You have to, uh, when it comes to, you know, listen with me, when it comes to relationships, um, you know, that which is not serving you is not for your greater good. Mm-hmm. And I mm-hmm. get my, you know, I get my faith from, you know, I was, you know, I go to Faithful Central Bible Church with Bishop <laughs> Kennedy Elmer mm-hmm. and, um, mm-hmm. And listen, in Inglewood, and listen, he's always breaking it down. Like, there'll be be something that I'm dealing with, Mm -hmm. and the answer will come to me if I stop and just be be silent and be still and pray about it. But, um, you know, just with, uh, you know, just back to the job situation, it's about, you know, what, listen, life is very short. Mm -hmm. Um, It seems like every single year I'm hearing about somebody that I knew um, you know, no longer with us. So life is very short. So do you want to stay in this current situation for the rest of your life because of fear? Um, and my answer is always no. Yeah, my, my answer That's is my no. my answer, too. We're on the same page. Now, here's the fun part about social media, because I consider Sean a friend. And just watching her, you know, 
see a dad picture on there, and then I see all these other because you know your goal is to create engagement. And so you was at the NABJ recently, and, right? Mm-hmm. And your engagement was off the chain. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I was trying, I was trying. And so, so what was your goal? Just to teach people, what was the purpose of what, your post when you went up there? What was the goals when you went up there? Here's an event. You're a celebrity. You're going to be around a media event that's tied to you, and you know you're going to engage with other celebrities. When you were posting, what was the process in your post? Well, I try to just show people. Um, well, number one, going back to NABJ, it was in my hometown of Detroit, so I definitely wanted to be a part of it. And I have not been to NABJ, the National Association of Black Journalists Conference, in years. I used to go there at the beginning of my career, you know, have my little resume tapes with me, and I would go down to each of the booths and have the news directors look at my resume tapes and shred them apart mm-hmm. and, you know, beg people for jobs. And so I hadn't, you know, needed to do that in a very long time. Um, so this was a chance for me to go back and, uh, first of all, go back home. And I also was asked to open or host the opening night uh, reception for, um, for the conference, which was held on the Tuesday night before the conference began. And so it was just a wonderful time for me to connect with people I hadn't seen in a very, very long time. And I always think of an excuse to go back home to Detroit because I love the city and the city is on the rise, you know, it's experiencing a renaissance right now, now. Mm -hmm. you know, don't sleep on Detroit, man. Mm -hmm. I mean, it is, I mean, that is the comeback city. And so in terms of my post, I wanted to show people, um, you know, just what I was doing, not only connecting with my mom, hanging out with her and connecting with friends and hanging out with them, but um, I saw my, there was one picture that I posted of this woman, um, Diana Lewis. She was a, an early mentor of mine. And mentor in the sense, I didn't, never talk to her when I was, you know, coming up in the business. But I would watch her on TV and seeing another black woman on TV that looked like me mm-hmm. was so incredibly empowering and gave me hope that I could accomplish this too. And so when I saw her, uh, I was I, like literally, please, I mean, I, I, I was like, ah, I like literally screamed as though it was some, you know, huge Hollywood star or something because she was just meant so much to me. So when my social media, I just let, let people know what I'm going through and, you know, showing them people that I admire and, and friends I hang out with and my, and my family. So that's what I try to do. And I, I want people to hear that because a lot of people don't know why they post. There's a purpose behind the post because each post tells me a version of you and it gets me more. I look for your post. You know, I look for your story that you're trying to tell about yourself that day or that week. And that was really because it was really because of NABJ. I'm familiar with it. Uh, You know, and when it was in Detroit, you told me you wanted me to be there. I'm I'm going to tell you right there. You wanted me to be there. Right. 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 Yes. I want you to come along on this journey with me. And, you know, it was particularly important um, when my father passed away because I would post pictures of my father right. mm-hmm. uh, and I when we would go to uh, on our birthday vacations overseas. Mm-hmm. And when he was sick, um, you know, I was posting the pictures mm-hmm. and, and something like that. Mm-hmm. I would I would normally keep to myself because, you know, you want to. To, sometimes we feel like we have to always put forth this image of everything's absolutely perfect right, in my life. Right. Everything's going great. Mm-hmm. But then when 
um, I brought people into that journey with me. I know because I because yeah. you brought me into it and and yeah. and that emotional side, this handsome man, and you know, and 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 how he, what he meant to you, and just in the photo, you know, just yeah. the love, which was was incredible. And yeah. uh, and one of the reasons I reached back out to Sean, I told my staff, I said, look, I got to get Sean back on my show. She's on fire. <laughs> I said, so should, I said hey, 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 hey. I said, they were throwing out all these. I said, no, no. Please call her now so we can get her back on the show. Because when, oh, when we come you. back, we got to talk about this crazy show, Nanny Day Fiance. Oh, my God. Happily ever after. <laughs> said, I'm, I'm going to tell you something. When you were posting it, and I see Nanny Day, I thought it was saying finance. I'm serious. Right. No, I, no, no. You were thinking of the money, huh? I was thinking of money. You know, money-making conversations. So when I initially saw it, I went, what's this show? She's talking about 90-day finance. And then I started seeing the commercial. I go, oh, my God. She's hosting this crazy show. I got to talk about the big project you're doing with Bishop T.D. Jakes. Yes. All okay. that when we come back on the next break. Don't go nowhere. An incredible Sean Robinson. Thank you for calling to my show. Keep winning, everybody. We'll be right back. Okay. Money Making Conversations, I'm back. This is Rashawn McDonald. And we just, um, we're talking about some of the projects that Sean Robinson is involved in. Uh, we talked about the great experience of going back to Detroit and the NABJ uh, experience of just telling her story, the tour, storytelling, how social media is, uh, is allowing both of us to uh, build our, rebuild our brands in a direction that we feel that we are controlling and we are dictating and we're telling our story and having fun at it. Fun with it. Now, here's the funny thing about it. Your mind sometimes will only allow you to understand what it wants you to understand. <laughs> she right. would post. She'd be, she'd be sitting down and on this on the screen, it would say 90 day fiance. I, for the life of me, thought it was 90 day finance. I go, 90 day <laughs> finance. I said, what is this show? 90 day finance. Finally, I started seeing the commercials. 90 day fiance. Happily ever after. Now, you, you, what, what do you do? You, t- you host like a post show. <laughs> What's going on with it? Because not, not well, that I know it's not about money. Right, it's about this incredible reality about. show about right. these couples who get together. Tell the world about ninety right, okay. day fiance, so, right. happily okay, so ever n- after. So ninety day, well, ninety day fiance is <laughs> one of TLC's most popular shows, and I know. so it is based on. Um, you know, a, a law. So if you go to overseas somewhere, let's just say you go on vacation to Russia, all right, and you meet the love of your life, right. and you want to bring them back here to the United States and get married, well, you have to apply for a K-1 visa. And once you apply, once you get it, you have 90 days in which to get married. That's the law. So what TLC has done is they have followed people on their path to getting the K-1 visa and finding the love of their life overseas. Well, my, my my mother was a fan of the show, and TLC asked me to host, uh, a few years ago, they asked me to host uh, one of the reunion shows where all the couples come back on the set. Mm-hmm. And I, I had never heard of it before, and I, you know, they sent me a couple links to the show, and I was like, wow, this is kind of crazy. I said, okay. I said, fine, I'll do it. <laughs> I said, I'll do it. Nobody, nobody will see this anyway. Right, 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 so right. I did it, and I quickly found out it was one of the most fan-obsessed shows ever at TLC. Like, they, the show is so popular that they now have three, and I think, yeah, three spinoffs. So they have 90 Day Fiancé, that's the main one. They have Before the 90 Days, which is following people meeting their loved one for the first time. Mm-hmm. They have After, Happily Ever After, which is after they get married. 
And then they just started one called The Other Way Around, where the Americans go to the foreign country to right. live as opposed to the foreigner. So the, um, I, Rashawn, listen, I was on Access Hollywood for 16 <laughs> years. Okay, 16 years. People, I will have people come up to me. I can't tell you the number of people who, co- who have come up to me today um, to say, wow, you know, you look familiar. And I'll go, oh, you know, Access Hollywood. They'll go, no, 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 that's not it. That's not it. <laughs> 90 Day Fiance. The show is, is absolutely, I mean, it, it is so popular. The reunion show that I just did got like a... 2.25 rating, and to your audience, that might not mean that much, but what that means is um, like 2,250,000 TLC, everybody, yeah, TLC. Right. Uh, on TLC. TLC. Now, let me just give you a comparison. Um, like on an average day, um, a show like Access Hollywood will get a 1.5, okay? And for, which is great, which is, that's great, but for this show on TLC to get, you know, almost, it, you know, almost a three, one and a half times, a or almost mm-hmm. double, it's absolutely insane. So I keep doing it because my mother is such a super fan of the show. Rashawn is too. Now that I know it's not finance. <laughs> <laughs> right. So it's super popular. The, the couples get on there and the drama ensues. And what I try to do is bring some... You know, some calm and some class and some sophistication <laughs> to the craziness. Uh, well, I, that, know, that's why so. I think it works with you because we know your history and we know you've been around major stars, politicians, dignitaries, and then we drop this princess in this <laughs> madness. You know, because these, uh, what, let me ask you this: What's the difference between them and a male or a bride? What is the, is, that, is that is that close? A male order bride. Well, let's see. A male order bride. You know, some of the um, men on right. the show have mm-hmm. been accused of basically getting a male order bride. Right, right. Now, the women who are coming from overseas, they take offense to that term. They say they really are falling in love with this person from America, and they're not coming over to the states just to get a green card, mm-hmm. but they want to live with the person. And obviously, each story. Um, the audience is critiquing every single story. And I just did another show that's going to air probably in a couple of months. And it is just, it's, it, Rashawn, it's just so crazy. I mean, it's insane. <laughs> but at the heart of it, here's the thing, at the heart of it, these people are looking for love. Yes, you know, yes, at least the foreigner, yes, the, the Americans who are going overseas, they really are looking for love. And now, do are they going about it in the best way possible? Well, you know, that's up for debate. But, um, you know, you, you try to cheer for people, but there are some situations where you go, dude, what were you thinking? Now, here's the, here's the crazy the, the thing I like about your career now, because you, you, it's, it's like, it's so versatile. You're doing what you want to do. We go from 90 Day Fiance, Happy Ever After, <laughs> over to Bishop T.D. Jakes and <laughs> Lifetime. You know, you go from <laughs> 90 Days Fiance, TLC, Tell us about the project you're doing, Bishop T.D. Jakes, on right. Lifetime. You're well, executive I, producer, by the way. Yes, I'm executive producing, which is a huge, huge blessing for me because I, I've never been in the position of uh, executive producer before. And to be aligned with T.D. Jakes is absolutely 
absolutely incredible and with lifetime. So basically what happened was I optioned the rights to a book, uh, a series of books by author Victoria Christopher Murray, who, uh, who if anybody in your audience is a Delta, she is, <laughs> she's a Delta, and um, she's an amazing, amazing author. She wrote uh, a book called Lust. And when Lust came out, it was the first in her Seven Deadly Sins series. I optioned all of the books. So Lust, Envy, Greed, Pride, Gluttony, Sloth, and Wrath. So um, I had pitched these to different networks and to different production companies, including Lifetime. Uh, at the time, they were interested, but then the talks just didn't really go anywhere. Right. In the meantime, Bishop Jakes does Faith Under Fire with Tony Braxton on Lifetime that mm-hmm. did amazing ratings for the network. Mm-hmm. And they wanted to be back in business with T.D. Jake. So they asked him if he had any other projects. Well, he remembered the seven deadly sins that I had pitched to him before. And he was like, okay, get Sean Robinson on the phone. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and then the stars aligned. Uh, Jake's went back to Lifetime, said we would love to do the seven deadly sins. Lifetime remembered the... Um, the project from when I pitched it to them, awesome. and they were like, oh, this is amazing, you know, then the collaboration is fantastic. So now we are in the process. We have writers for the first three books, Lust, Envy, and Greed. They're writing the scripts, um, and then after that, you know, I'm in the position of helping with picking actresses and directors and, you know, uh, locations and all of that, I and it, it is such a new world for me, and what a blessing that um, you know, we're, we've got, you know, there's a potential of us doing seven movies. And here it is. I was just pitching one project and possibly having seven movies as an executive producer with T.D. Jakes. And uh, Lifetime is just, it's, it's absolutely incredible. I sometimes still have to pinch myself. Well, you, well the thing about it, I, I love, that's the part of it. Sometimes when you make these changes in your life, it doesn't happen overnight. I'm going to tell you. Right. No, it Sean McDonald will raise his hand and will tell you it doesn't happen overnight. But would you keep pressing based on that same natural ability and success that you built with Access Hollywood? And that's what you're doing right now. And I'll be remiss if I don't talk about something that is dear to me whenever I get you on the phone or meet you in person is the Sean Foundation. Please tell us what's yeah. going on with it. And uh, let everybody know exactly what it is. Yes, uh, Sean Foundation for Girls is a passion of mine. As you know, for a long time, I've been in the space of girls empowerment. And so I started my foundation uh, a few years ago. And what we do is we support uh, small grassroots nonprofits that are doing work in five key areas of girls' issues. And those five key areas are represented by the acronym of my name, S-H-A-U-N. So S is for STEM, Science, Technology, Engineering, and Math. H is for health, A is arts, U is unity, meaning bridging girls here with girls across the mm-hmm. world, and N is for neighborhoods, helping girls and young women in underserved neighborhoods. So if there is a nonprofit that is doing work in one of those five key areas, we would possibly be a resource for them. We just recently did a human trafficking. I was very blessed to get a grant, several grants, from the Ford Motor Company. And we just recently held our third human trafficking event on the campus of my alma mater, Spelman mm-hmm. College in Atlanta. <laughs> and, it. Um, and it was, we had a number of the students come out um, and participate in the discussion, parents, and it was, uh, it was just absolutely incredible to have this panel of experts talking to girls 
about how to stay safe and um, not get lured into the sex trafficking industry. We are going to do two more events, uh, one on the campus of Fisk and another on the campus of Texas Southern. So that's what we are gearing up to do. And it's about just taking this message all around the country to, to connect with as many girls as we can because this, this industry is... Um, it is luring girls into the sex trade, and it's not, a lot of times they don't even know they're being lured into it. So that's what we, that's that's uh, one of our missions right now. That's just one of the missions. Hey, so Shane, that's what we're uh, we're looking at now. Well, look at you on fire. You're a good friend thank of mine, you. and um, thank you for responding so quickly to come on the show again to tell everybody about some of the things you're doing. But the base of who you are, you are a role model. And thank I want to thank everybody for now your role model as an executive producer. Let everybody know that you can transition and do things positively. Go out on faith, go with a plan, and you'll keep winning. Sean, thank you for calling my show. Thank you, Sean. Okay, love you, hon. Bye-bye. Mm-hmm. Keep winning, everybody. We'll be right back with more from Rashawn McDonald and Money Making Conversations. Don't touch that dial. Listening makes us smarter, more connected people. It makes us better partners, parents, and leaders. And there's no better place to start listening than Audible. Audible is where so many inspiring voices and compelling stories open listeners up to new experiences and ways of thinking. Audible members now get more than ever before. Members choose three titles every month, one audiobook plus two Audible originals that you can't hear anywhere else. Members also have unlimited access to more than 100 audio-guided fitness and meditation programs. Audible delivers bestsellers, business, self-improvement, memoirs, and more, all professionally narrated by actors, authors, and motivational superstars like Rachel Hollis, David Goggins, and Mel Robbins. Audible members can also get free access to the New York Times, Wall Street Journal, and Washington Post delivered daily to the Audible app. With the convenient app, members can access Audible anytime, at the gym, while commuting, or on the go, and on any device. We'll always pick right back up where you left off. Audible also offers free and easy audiobook exchanges, credits you can roll over for a year, and a library you keep forever even if you cancel. Explore all the ways listening on Audible can help improve mind, body, and soul with entertainment, information, and inspiration. You can get titles from your favorite iHeart talent such as Chelsea Handler, Danny Shapiro, Charlemagne the God, and Bobby Bones on Audible. Start listening now with a 30-day Audible trial and your first audiobook plus two Audible originals are free. Visit audible.com slash iHeart or text iHeart to 500-500.